Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Today is Monday, October 1st, and I'm driving to work. Um, hello everyone, this is Albert. I, it is the 1st of October, it's very exciting, I like October because that means Halloween. It's just around the corner and then all the other holidays too. It also means it'll start to get nice and cool and that crazy heat wave that people call summer is over. Um... It's actually going to be in the 80s this week. A little warmer than I like, but that, that's okay. Um, anyway, I am driving to work. Um, okay, let me tell you what pens I have inked right now, as, as I like to do every episode. I have inked up two pens. and I currently have two inked pens. One is a Jin Hao 9009. It is a shiny red pen. It's a shiny animal. It's like a dark red color. It's a, a plastic pen, and it's got a hooded nib, which is interesting. I normally don't like the look of hooded nibs, but I like this one. Um, like that Lamy 2000, I've never used them, but I don't like the way they look. I can't say why, it just, it just seems strange to me. Um, this one has a fine point, not something I normally like again, but I enjoy it in this pen for some reason. It, to me, it seems like it matches. The ink matches the pen's body. It is uh, Robert Oster Asterquiza Rot. Um, I wonder if I'm pronouncing rot wrong. It's a German word. It means red. So so I'm using a red pen with red ink. Um, that one's almost out of ink. It'll probably run out today, actually. And then the second pen I have inked, and I think I mentioned that pen before, or I was going to use that one. I think I had already mentioned I was going to use that one. So, yes, I have gone through my Robert Oster thing. The second pen I have is uh, the Visconti Rembrandt with a 1.5 millimeter stub nib and Robert Oster motor oil. Um, which is a sample I got from front of the show, Tim. The ink is very dark. In other pens I'd use, and I said, this is just black. This is not like a dark, dark yellow, like the swabs look and whatnot. Um, but when I put it in the stub nib, sure enough, it does look like a dark yellow. It does not look anywhere near as dark as it did in finer points, which I was not expecting at all. I thought it was going to be a very dark black. Um, instead, it's kind of a light black with shades of yellow so that's it those are the only two pens I have inked right now I'm down to two though I think once this is done I'm going to do a series of yellow I'm going to use up all the yellow inks I have and ink up a bunch of pens I may or may not do that many but I think that's like I counted seven you know based on what I call yellow Um, that'll be kind of fun I have a bunch of yellows, some really bright, like a Mont Blanc yellow, which is highlighter yellow almost, to a much darker yellow, like say Tyson G from Kobe Inks. Kobe Inks, right? Which is a, uh, I think they're produced by Sailor. But anyway, so I, I will probably do that. I don't know how many I'll do, but looking forward to it. That should be neat. Um, I'm thinking the the Mont Blanc yellow it's too bright so I might have to do that in a broad nib just so it's more readable um yeah especially if I'm reading it later like in work notes I guess if other people are reading it maybe I should also make it as readable as possible but we'll see I don't think I don't think I will ink whatever pen I use that one in I don't think I'll ink it fully I think I'll just put some because I think after a while I'll, even I won't be able to take that yellow uh yep which pens I don't know Oh, I got a new pen the other day. It is another True Rider. It is a orange color. This is a really old one from 
as far as Leverage's True Riders go, from 2001. I think that's the year they started making True Riders. Um, it's a nice bright orange pen. I've wanted a bright orange pen, so I'm really happy about this one. I haven't tried it out yet. It has a broad nib, so I'm sure I will be using it in my yellow ink series. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to trying it out. Um, okay, so today's subject, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going to try and talk about it. I, I think I won't fill 10 minutes, but maybe I'm wrong. Because I think i got about 10 minutes more to get to work. Hmm. I need to put on my defroster. Maybe not. I hope not because that will mess up the sound quality. Okay. So, so yeah. So, have you read Ready Player One or listened to the audiobook or watched the movie? Uh, I've read the book some years ago and I listened to the audiobook again recently. I really had a lot of fun with it. It's... um. The story set in the near future, where everybody's playing this online role-playing game, and the the creator of it is super rich now, and then he dies, and decides to give his game to the to a winner. It's in his will that whoever finds a hidden Easter egg will get his company, and the game, and all his billions of dollars. So, then the game is about these people trying to find the Easter egg and, and win it, um, especially a couple main characters. The the thing about the book, about the story, is that the the guy that made the video game grew up in the '80s and was obsessed with the '80s, or living in his past, or whatever. So the to figure out the Easter egg, you really had to know this guy well, and you had to learn '80s stuff. So all these people living in the year like 2045 are huge '80s fans, obsessed with it. And the book has tons of references of the '80s, you know, '80s movies, '80s songs. Sometimes using a little bit of 80s language and whatnot. If you grew up in the 80s or you enjoy the 80s a lot, then you probably would enjoy this book because of that. If you don't, I don't know. Sometimes I felt like the book had a little bit of holes. I still found it fun, especially because I played online role-playing games. Um, I played one called Anarchy Online. As a matter of fact, that's where I met my wife playing that game. Um, but that book... I mean, sorry. But... Having played a, an online game, I also enjoyed the book a lot because of that, because it reminded me of that experience. It, it felt very similar in some ways. In many ways. So anyway, the reason I'm talking about this movie, book, audiobook, is because uh, there's a something in it called Anorak's Almanac. Anorak was the D&D character of the guy that that owned the company that was trying to give it away, the dead guy. And in it, he goes and catalogs everything about his life you know, where he lived, what he read, what music he liked, blah, 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 blah. It was just, it sounds like a huge diary. Um, and I was thinking, you know, it'd be fun to make an almanac, something like that about me. That'd be an interesting project. So I guess, you know, it ties back into fountain pens because I would likely be writing with a fountain pen. Um, and that'd be interesting. Okay, let's get on the highway. Let's look at my note real quick and see what we got going. Um, so I'm, I don't know that I'll ever actually get around to doing it, because that sure sounds like another hobby, and I really don't have time for a third hobby. But how will I do it, or how would I do it, whichever one it is? The I, I do think I'd use fountain pens. I think I'd need to use a permanent ink, because it should be a shame if I wrote a, my life diary or my life story, and then it got wet and just washed away, right? So most likely a permanent ink. Um, 
I don't think I would stick to black, but I guess I would use Noodler's Black, and that'd be one I'd use a lot for that. And, um... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In terms of paper, I like using Baron Fig books, and I like the the smaller standard size that they have. I forget what the size is called. Um, so I would use that book, which means I would probably want to use a fine point nib, because I'd want to not write huge in those books. There's a small book, you want to write kind of small so you can fit more in a page, I think. Um, yeah. The then in that size they have two books. They have a Vanguard and which is a paperback that's got seventy two pages. Or there's a harder confit hardcover confidant that has I think about two hundred pages. I'm not sure the exact number. Maybe one ninety two, maybe two or something. So then which one would I use? Um, my inclination is to go with a hardcover. That seems like that'd be harder to fill. Um, well, I mean, not really. I could, I could easily fill a book. In my mind, the almanac... Well, the almanac in the book, I think, was a massive multi-tone, multi-volume tone. In my mind, I would do something like that that's multiple volumes. I would find it hard to fill multiple volumes on different things. But I would like to. Like, there would be one that's about me, you know, where I was born, where I've lived, that sort of stuff, you know, where I went to school, the technical details of Albert. Um, then I could have another book about music that I liked, and it could be lists of songs, lists by time period, what did I like in the 80s, what did I like in the 90s, so on and so forth, so I could do stuff like that, but I can't imagine I'd fill 200 pages with just lists of songs, unless I start using a larger nib, and write big. Um, I mean, even if I could think of all the CDs I owned in the 90s, that was like, I want to say 300 CDs? I could easily fill that list in four or five pages. So most likely, these would be annotated lists. I would have, you know, comments on, oh, what I thought about it, what, not that sort of thing. So, so my list would be a list of music, maybe a list of movies. I don't think I could get as much in the movie category as I could in the music category. And lists of books I'd have read, that's what, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I would probably want to do a book each, so it'd be multi-volume, you know, Albert's Almanac. And probably these, these that are... Probably these kinds of things, or it's a list of music or books or whatever, maybe those would want to be in a vanguard because it would be hard to fill that up. Uh, you know, 72 pages on a list of movies, that seems that seems reasonable. So maybe sometimes I'd use a hardcover, sometimes I'd use a softcover, soft cover, depending. And that would work, and that'd be kind of neat. I also thought, oh yeah, you know, and then I could make a, a, a table of contents. And that could be in a soft cover book. So the first volume in the an Albert Almanac would be the table of contents, listing what's in each of the following books. I think a table of contents you got can't really do to the end. I don't know, maybe you can't, but I, I find the idea that would be a little tricky. You really got to plan for it carefully, or you have a lot of empty spaces and whatnot. So that's how I would do it. So. That's the subjects I would cover. I think, why would I do this? Um, it sounds like a fun idea. I like the idea that these people were able to refer to Anorak Salmanek in the movie all the time and know stuff about him. And, and so that seems like that'd be a fun thing to do. 
do I need people to know about me? Is this some sort of midlife crisis maybe? Or is it just uh, I'm getting old and thinking, oh, i got to have a legacy, so maybe I should just write down my legacy in a biography? Is it something like that? Or is it just that I really like reference books? Um, I find those are the neatest usually. If I'm at a thrift store and I'm browsing books, a lot of times an interesting reference book is going to catch my eye quicker than an interesting fiction or a biography or anything. I just, I don't know what it is about reference books I like. I have a few different ones at home that I can think of. Uh, I have a who's who in non-classical mythology. That's a, basically a dictionary or, or an encyclopedia of non-Greek and Roman gods, you know, different pantheons. There's books of fairy tales, collections of fairy tales, or fairy tale encyclopedia, dictionaries. You know, I have a couple of different dictionaries. Not too many, but yeah, a few. Um, things like that. I don't know. I just like them. I have somewhere. I have a math dictionary. I haven't seen it in a long time, so maybe I got rid of it. I hope not. That's an older book. But yep. So so there we go. That was my idea. Albert's Almanac. Uh, an interesting project to do with a fountain pen and papers. Will it ever get off the ground? I don't know. I've been thinking about it for a week or two, but I haven't gotten anywhere. And the idea of starting seems daunting. I just guess I need to just need to start grab a blank book and start writing stuff one evening all right uh thanks for listening next time i talk to you i'm sure i'll be writing in yellow bye-bye